it's been good. It's been nice coming. I haven't been back home for a while, so uh, it's nice to come back to Cambridge. And it's been brilliant coming down to Sauce and seeing all the all the children play cricket. And how nice is it for you to give something back? Well, it's, this is where I'm from, you know. I've, I'm, I'm obviously just down the road, but I've played a lot of cricket here growing up at Sawston. And every time I come back and see Dan at uh, FCC, it always amazes me at the passion and how many youngsters are playing cricket, which is really good for Cambridgeshire. And of course, this is kind of where it all began for you, as you say, really. You played for Cambridgeshire CCC, you played for Mildenhall, I think you played for the other local teams as well. What did you learn from your time at those local clubs? So I think for me, what was very fortunate is that my dad, who still plays in the local area, he got me playing men's cricket when I was really young. So there's some... I think the oldest today were 15 year olds but by that age I was sort of playing men's cricket and I think that gave me a big advantage for when I went back and played for the Cambridgeshire Youths representative stuff for the England 15s having played men's cricket in the local area really really helped me I was going to ask you how different it was playing for the local teams than it is to playing for Essex but I guess you've kind of touched on some of those differences already yeah it's um it's still nerve-wracking when you play for your local teams I remember even playing for a dad's team Western Coval a few years ago you still you still, anyone can get you out, and I was just chatting about that earlier. Anyone can bowl a good ball, so there's there's added pressure when you do play, but it's always a good challenge. And you're entering your what, 11th year now as a pro with Essex. What's it like to play for a club like Essex? That's an honour, first and foremost, I think. Um, I've been very fortunate that they've kept me for 11 years, which I suppose is a good thing. But we've got a really good thing going there. I think led by Ryan Tenniscart, our captain. The good work started by Chris Silverwood, and that's continued by Anthony McGrath. You know, it's a very family, you know, it's a close club. You know, we've got a lot of good friends. We've grown up together, and a lot of the players. So it's, it's a great club to play for. This time last year, or thereabouts, you were called up to the England squad. Yeah. How pleasing was it to get that call? That, you know, that's like a dream come true. You know, that's why I first started playing cricket was I wanted to play for England. So it was quite nerve-wracking, obviously, receiving the call. I uh, had a good idea that... Um, it might have been coming because there was a lot of like, media hype around it. But it was definitely a, a dream come true and one that I'd love to do again if I can score some runs. Because this last summer there were certainly some highs and lows, as there always is with summer cricket, I guess, you know, when you're playing series and playing as different countries and sometimes they completely surprise you, as, as often happens. But there was one particular moment last summer where you were playing as the West Indies. It was that third deciding test. You were at the crease and you were there. Last man standing when you got the victory and secured that test series. How did that feel? Yeah, that's... Yeah, get goosebumps when think about it um, you know I achieved a lot last year it was very it was obviously bitterly disappointing to, to lose my place but to look back on last year and win a series against South Africa win a series against West Indies and then for Essex to win the championship was you know for all that to happen in one year was, was pretty special I was going to ask you what your proudest moment is but I guess there's quite a few contenders with the title win thrown in there yeah, as well yeah uh, it definitely would have come from last year there's no doubt about that but I think receiving your, my England test cap was probably the proudest moment today and and walking out at the Oval against South Africa, which was a you know it was a sold out packed house, that that's going to take some beating. This summer, England have been playing quite a few matches. It's been again highs and lows. There's been the Pakistan series, lost one game, then won the other to draw the series. The defeat against Scotland, but then they beat Australia recently as well in the in the ODI. It's always satisfying from an England point of view, really. What have you made of the summer's action so far? I think, it, like you said, it's been a bit up and down. I think they themselves, like England, would probably feel that they haven't been as consistent as they would have liked to have been. But I think that just goes to show that, especially in this day and age any team can beat anyone I think no one would have expected Scotland to come out and play the way they did and score so many runs so I think it's just a good indication of you know where world cricket is it's, it's strong anyone on their day can beat anyone but I know obviously having been in that changing room last summer they would be desperately trying to prove people wrong we're looking to beat Australia obviously 
five now, I think it's the ODI series. But they're just striving for consistency. So. And who are the standout players in the current team, would you say? I think Joe Root is obviously one of the best batters in the world. My Essex teammate, Alistair Cook, is always not too far behind. Uh, he's actually been playing really well for Essex, which is always pleasing for England because you know, he often takes that form into the international schedule. And... The, you know the bowlers are world class. Sprawdy and Jimmy, backed up by Stokes, are you know there's some world class cricketers in that changing room. And speaking of England, of course, you've touched a little bit on, on this already. But um, how determined are you to break back into that fold? Yeah, no, desperately determined. It's always something that I know it's within my control. But the only way that I'm going to achieve that is by scoring runs for Essex. So I don't, I don't set goals of you know I want to be playing by this time or I want to do this or that. For me, it's just about winning games of cricket for Essex, scoring as many runs as I can, and then everything else should take care of itself. Now, obviously last year you were calling to the England Lions squad to go down under, but a broken thumb kind of put yeah. pay to that dream as well. How disappointing was it to the finger get an like still that? not looking too good. Yeah, that's bitterly disappointing, but it's something that I think you have to accept as a sportsman, that you're going to be injured, you're going to miss tours, you're going to miss games of cricket through injury. It coincided at a really bad time, you know, obviously I just lost my England place and I wanted to impress on that Lions tour and that was unfortunately it was taken away because I broke my finger and had, had to have an operation but it's still not quite back to normal but it's again it's something that I think you have to accept as a sportsman and just try and move on. On a positive note though Essex are doing quite well at the moment. One day cup wins and a recent county championship win. How pleasing is it to have that good run of form and to it, be in contention again? It was very, It is very pleasing. If you asked me that question yesterday that would have been true but we actually lost the quarterfinal last night which was bitterly disappointing in the one day cup but we're playing some really good cricket and uh, we're actually playing fairly average cricket in four day cricket but still managing to win which I think is is a great sign for where we are as a team uh, it was touched upon uh, last week the win against Lancashire Anthony McGrath said you know if, it's a sign of a good team if they're winning when they're not playing at their best so hopefully we can just correct a few things and we're looking forward to defending the title. I was going to ask you what a good season would be for Essex, but I guess a back-to-back title. Back-to-back, But it's yeah. very competitive in the county championship because it seems to me that there's a different winner every year or near enough every yeah, year. Yeah, it's, it's a very it is a hard competition to win. I'm, I'm not saying that to you know to to big up Essex last year, but it's, it was a fantastic achievement and and it is a, it's a tough competition to win because every team in Division One can beat every team. So if you can string some wins together, which we managed to do last year, and hopefully we can do this year you know I think we're quite confident that we can defend our title but you you need a few things to go your way the weather needs to work for you um, win a few tosses and um, and then hopefully obviously the batters and bowlers score runs and take wickets but we're looking forward to it we're in a good place going into the second half of the season in terms of the county championship as well one of the big stories of recent years is the demise of Durham now they were quite a powerhouse yeah. really but they've gone down to division two all the financial problems that have come with it as well how's that impact on the current county championship would you say I, I wouldn't know directly how it's impacted I, I know a few of the Durham players uh, fairly well Michael Richardson who plays for them I've spent some time in Cape Town with he and I think it is challenging because I think they've they've struggled financially and you know, it's professional sport at the end of the day. If you financially can't reward your players or buy players, then you're you're always going to struggle. So hopefully that's that's it's a one-off case and it's not going to happen to too many other counties. But you know, I'd imagine it's very frustrating for Durham and. and and I'm sure that they're trying to sort of correct it as we speak. I want to ask you about your hopes for the future as well. You've kind of touched a little bit on this already. What would be your ultimate dream in cricket? What would be like the pinnacle of your career, apart from what you've sort of said already? Um, Have you already reached that? I, no, I hope not. Um, yeah, I, I'm pleased with what I've achieved so far, but I would love to win more competitions with Essex. I've, I've been there for 11 years and we've 
I've only won two championships, uh, Division One, Division Two. We've been knocked out in eight consecutive um, one-day comps, uh, knockout stages, which is frustrating. So I'd love to, I'd love to win some white ball cricket for the county, and also I'd love to get back in the England team, and in particular, obviously, Test cricket. I think that's the pinnacle of, of cricket. And winning those series last summer was, was a true high. And it'd be it'd be great to achieve that again. And will we be seeing you back in the local leagues anytime soon, or maybe in the off season, or when you're not needed by Essex? Yeah, I'd love I love playing when I get the chance. But at the moment, this the schedule is so hectic in county cricket. You know, we play a lot of cricket, one day games sandwiched in between four day games. I think next week we've got a four day game, one day off, and then straight into a four day game. So eight days in nine is pretty brutal. So I can't see me myself playing too many in the near future. But um, when I do, I do look forward to it. Excellent. Thank you very much indeed for your time, Tom. Cheers. Thank you.